part you just heard was a few bars of the Gloria from Mozart's Great Mass in C minor, sung by the Corpus Christi Chorale at a recent concert. In the past, group singing and amateur music making in general were more commonplace. You didn't have records or CDs or MP3s or YouTube, so people got together and made their own music. Now we can listen to music on demand, wherever and whenever we want. But even though it is so easy to listen to recorded music, people still get together to listen to and create music live. That makes me wonder, what is it that motivates us to share that experience? Speaking for myself, I was in high school when I realized that singing in a choir means something special to me. It gets to my heart. Singing with other people when the music comes together can be a mountaintop experience. We don't get many opportunities in everyday life to feel that kind of joy, but singing together and sharing music with other people does that for me. I'm currently a member of the Corpus Christi Chorale, an amateur community chorus here in Corpus. The chorale is 75 years old this year. So for three quarters of a century, people in Corpus Christi have been getting together to sing in this group. They don't get paid. They spend hours every week working on music, and then they share the music with an audience. What has kept this volunteer music organization going for so long? And there are thousands of choirs in this country and millions of adult singers doing the same thing. What is the motivation and what is the value? To explore this a little further, I spoke with Arlene Long, who is the current artistic director of the Corpus Christi Chorale. I asked Arlene what is special about singing and not just singing, but singing together. Whenever we're working together, if it's on a good project, like singing, people are going to feel good about what they're doing, even when it gets hard, even when you have to work harder than you want to. The trajectory you're on is towards something good. And we all need that. We all need that uplift of feeling like we're making a difference in the world. You know, some of the studies say our hearts get synchronized when everybody in the room is singing to the same beat. And we've all experienced that. Uh, we don't usually think, oh, I'm being synchronized with these people, but that is what happens. So many times after chorale, people have been rehearsing for an hour and a half or two after having done a day's worth of work, and they're tired, but I cannot tell you how many people say, I feel better leaving than I did when I got here. That, to me, says we all needed this experience of being together, doing work on the same something, putting our minds and hearts and physical energy into something together. It's the, it's the connection, I'm sure, that's so good for us. This really brings to light so much of why singing and music making with other people can be such a powerful experience. But what about the other people in the room during a performance, the audience? That's the other piece, of course, of performing music live. When I'm in the audience, I always feel like I've received something that I didn't know was there or gotten a new perspective on something. Often experiencing beauty is hugely important to us as human beings. It takes the audience's active participation in listening and they get out of it what they give it. If they can give themselves over to really take in the text and the text is writing on the harmony and melody, it's a beautiful mystery how all of that happens together to affect our response. The audience doing it together, listening together, experiences something that is different than if they each experienced same exact music, but not together. There's great power in being in community. 
both for singers and audience. Pavarotti used to talk about the circle that he could feel happening between his singing on stage and the audiences receiving his music and the energy circle that that created. He fed the audience, the audience fed him, and that generated the the energy exchange, really. Can you see my hand going around in the air? And so, yes, the audience is absolutely as essential as the singers on stage to how the concert goes. I don't know that the audience always knows that, but I'm going to tell them. They are as important as the singers because without them, we could have a good time, but it's different when somebody is listening. There is this relationship that happens between singers and audience so that we're all in this space, in this time, in this experience together. And I can't think of anything more human and more uplifting than having a together experience. That's what we yearn for. So I talked in the beginning of the podcast about music making, bringing joy to everyday life. There's a poignant example of this from an oral history interview done with an English horse driver named Fred Mitchell in the late 60s. Fred, who was 85 at the time of the interview, had had a pretty rough life. Hard work, no prospects, and not much fun. Except, he says, for one thing. I asked Arlene to read an excerpt from the interview. Fred's talking here about how the teenage boys in his village goof off all the time. By the way, this clip may sound a little different. We recorded this part of the interview on the stage of Texas A&M Corpus Christi's Performing Arts Center. Let's have a listen. These boys play a lot. Look up any time and 10 to 1 you'll find them playing. Football, riding around. I never did any playing in all my life. There was nothing in my childhood, only work. I never had pleasure. One day a year, I went to Felix Stowe along with the chapel, women and children, and that was my pleasure. But I have forgotten one thing, the singing. There was such a lot of singing in the villages then, and this was my pleasure too. Boys sang in the fields, and at night we all met at the forge and sang. The chapels were full of singing. When the first war came, it was singing, singing all the time. So I lie. I have had pleasure. I have had singing. All of that is true. I feel so rich for the music making and the people with whom I make music and have made music. Arlene says that her life is rich, not just because she's talented at music, but she's had the opportunity to make music with others. And in the excerpt she read, Fred has a revelation in the middle of the interview that music brought joy even to his difficult life and connected him to his community. All of the examples that he gives are of singing with other people at work, at leisure, in church, in solidarity. And maybe that sense of richness, of joy, of community helps explain how the Corpus Christi Chorale has kept going for 75 years. Here's Arlene again. 
Most people want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Most of the time we're after community feeling of some kind. Singing actually makes one feel better physically and emotionally, usually. Um, it kicks in endorphins and all kinds of things that are good for us. We like being together to create beauty or to create fun or whatever it is we're creating at the moment. Some people have a real need to express something that cannot be expressed so well as one person, but as a group can do something amazing. Finally, I asked Arlene what difference a choir makes to a community. Well, it is a symbol that people in this community value the arts, and that's a tricky word. It has become kind of an elite word, and it shouldn't be. It should be the right of every human being to be an artist in some way. Singing is a good thing. Symphony is a good thing. All the arts help us be truly more human than we might be otherwise. We need to feed that part of us that can think higher and live more fully and more in harmony with the rest of the world. This is South Texas Stories.